Hello, everybody.、Uh, welcome to another episode of the Understory Podcast. We're super excited today to have Joanne Rodriguez, who is the founder and CEO of MicroCycle, to join、uh, Understory and talk about the innovation、uh, that MicroCycle is bringing to our sustainable future. So, Joanne, thank you so much for joining us.、Um, Before we talk about MicroCycle,、um, talk to us about your background and you know why did you start the company?、Uh, well, JJ, first thanks for having me. I love、um, working with Understory and the platform you provide for technologies like mine, so I appreciate that. But、um, yeah, I for thirty years I worked in an industry that made materials for the built environment, so like the roof above you and the walls around you.、Um, They, those materials are made of petrochemical-based derivatives, and those frequently go to landfill or incineration. And so, in the course of my career,、um, I worked my way up and was director of sustainable and strategic initiatives for a manufacturer. And we were trying to help many of our clients get to zero waste goals. And I was sitting at this、um, intersection. Of zero waste and circular economy, as well as leading green chemistry teams interdivisionally, and、um, you know you could see a problem setting up, and that we're building more buildings and not less. Or the, it's been said that we're building cities the size of New York and Paris every month for the next forty years. So we have a lot of a lot of this type of waste, this high volume waste stream. So. Fast forward, I, I left that career、um, in 2017. I went on a journey of learning.、I've, I'm a green infrastructure specialist. I've done a lot of vegetated roofing, and I decided to take、um, a course in permaculture design through Air,、uh, Oregon State University, and that's where I learned about mushrooms, the power of fungi, and that they had the ability to really clean up. Um, heavy hydrocarbons and petrochemical in、uh, petrochemicals, so like oil spills and and soils and、um, you know industrial issues.、Uh, and as I researched, I saw this wasn't really happening on materials, but I'm thinking why couldn't?、It? So、uh, in 2018, I started collaborating with mycologists and、um, I formed MicroCycle to、uh, convert waste to value. Uh, minim- minimize the waste and create new opportunities for new materials using mushrooms. Super interesting, and、um, the name of the company, MicroCycle, and you kind of alluded to this already, <laughs> Joanne. Is、um, it's rooted in kind of mycology, right? And、yes. I don't think a lot of people understand or know even the word mycology, spelled M Y C O L O G Y. Right. What is mycology? Mycology is the study of fungi.、Um, so the entire classification, and this is probably a good place to point out because this is relatively new news、um, in the in botany world, in the in the kingdom world. So you know we have plants and we have animals, and fungi just kind of like bounce back and forth between them. But it ends up that fungi are actually in their own kingdom now, known as funga, and they they eat differently and they process differently, and they're the natural remediators. So they really are at the core of of so many regenerative opportunities to、um, help uh, clean and and cure 
our environmental ills. And so, yeah, mycology is the study of fungi. And from there, you know, it spans out into, you know, into mushrooms and molds and algaes. And, and it's a, it's a big, big field. Yeah. And, um, you guys have said on your website, like mushrooms break down complex carbons in the natural world. And mm-hmm. microcycle is kind of taking the science of mycology and using your experience from before and the new learnings as you shared to create microcycle. So tell, tell us more about what is microcycle uh, doing today and why is it innovative? Well, what we're, we're doing is we're reimagining waste management. I mean, that's a big, big statement because that's a $1 trillion industry, um, again, and growing. And in there, there's subsets of um, bioremediation of which uh, microremediation fits in there. Um, and we initially started to go after the construction and demolition waste streams which uh, many would consider a beachhead strategy. There's a lot of uh, heavy hydrocarbons in there. And our, our goal with that was to minimize the waste and create new bio-based materials while reducing the carbon. And so in less time, we would be able to remove carbon from the waste management cycle and um, create that renewable resource. And, and we know for every one ton of waste we divert, uh, from landfill and waste management activities, we're able to avoid 2.94 metric tons of CO2 emissions. Oh, wow. And so it's really capitalizing on the efficiency of microremediation and, and properly the mycelium. So the root structure of the mushroom. So we see when we see mushrooms, right, we see the top of it, the mushroom mm-hmm. cat. This, the root structure is what we're using and employing as our technology, the mycelium. And, and that's key to understand because it, it's what dispatches the enzymes. It's what really um, responds in a, in a symbiotic nature to the elements that we mix with it. And it's also what creates the bio-based material at the end of the process um, and that it's mycelium based. So, uh, kind of t- walking through that process. So does MycoCycle grow its own mushrooms? I imagine you need a lot to help uh, transform, um, you know, waste into something that's, um, you know, as a kind of biomaterial that can then be rendered for commercial or industrial use. You would be surprised how much you don't need, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, the more the merrier, right? The more we put on, the more opportunity to, you know, maybe speed up the process. But it could also be counterproductive because the the fungi like to eat. They would like to eat these heavy hydrocarbons, these petrochemical-based materials. And I will also say we're working with rubber, so SBR crumb rubber and um, microplastics and foams and polypropylene, the polyethylene and textiles and, and manufactured. So there, it's a very long list of things that we're tackling, all of them high volume waste streams, but we, we don't even get it to like mushrooms, right? We're culture, we're using cultures mm-hmm. that we propagate and replicate um, from materials in the lab. So we can start small scale. And the question is, can we grow on it? And we approach many 
many different types of materials that are waste concerns globally. And we don't know if we can grow on it or not, right? We think we can, we have a lot of academic studies that we work with, we do uh, research reviews, um, but can we grow on it? And then the next question is, can we really clean it up? We have a pretty good sense of if we can grow on it, we can clean it up, but we, we work with different inoculation rates depending on the outcome. So like if somebody just wanted to take rubber waste, which is, is facing all types of regulatory bans in the EU, as well as in North America, um, if they want to just divert it from the waste stream and, and maybe detoxify it or make it under a regulatory threshold or create it so it could be burned more cleanly, um, we approach that slightly differently than if we were going to actually create a new material uh, for reuse, which is what we're working on now with the client is to treat the rubber and create a composite material that can be used into flooring applications. So there are different formulations here, but once we've treated a material stream, we have the formulation for that based on the outcome that we're, we're striving for. So I think so for, you know, for a lot of audience who, you know, are not familiar with mycology and, and all this, and based on kind of what you described, Joanne, is that it's, it's not like consumers just can take mushrooms that right. they grow or buy and, and then use it to help break down, uh, you know, waste. Uh, right. What you're doing is you're taking kind of, um, the uh, precursor to grow mushrooms for the lack of better words, like this cultivated fungi, and then you kind of mix it and uh, incorporate it into this kind of waste materials and then figure out how, and then let kind of the nature of fungi develop with this waste material to see what bioproduct can be formed. Is that, is that the right characterization? Absolutely. It's the essence okay. of, of nature versus nurture, right? Okay. Where it's, we're taking, we're training the mycelium, we're training the mushrooms to eat trash. And, and so they're, you know, they're, they're getting a sense of, we get a sense of what strains like what, you know, and we look yeah. at trash as food for them and then we can supplement it. Um, so you're, you're absolutely right. It's, I mean, super cool. Like, has this idea, uh, you know, existed before? What, when, you know, why, why do you think that, you know, you're working with clients now? And so why is it taking off now? Is it because of companies have more interest in applying new pioneer technologies? Is it more capital? Is it just the maturation of kind of the end-to-end technologies and processes required to do something like this? You know, I think, I think it's a combination of those. I think one, the reason why we're having the success that, that we've had in the last three years is we have a diversity of backgrounds. So I'm coming at it from the material side, like, hey, we have this huge problem. It's the fourth largest waste stream in the US being landfilled. It's the number one waste concern in Europe. How do we tackle it? And then what else could we do? And then working with mycologists who are thinking about it slightly differently from, um, from a pure um, environmental remediation sense of going at it with filtration and, and fairy rings to clean up water and that stuff's great. But I think sometimes you have to reimagine the application and unless you're 
head on with the problem, like trying to actually solve it for customers, you're not really looking at it that way. So the, there's interdisciplinary nature, but I do believe, and some of this is due to the pandemic, that when, you know, when waste strategies got turned upside down, right? Everybody from the commercial world got shut down. And so residential waste management picked up and, and there was just kind of this huge awareness, I guess, that we have, we have a trash issue. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I think people have more time to maybe research what the issues were. Um, I think from a corporate side, uh, there, I'm seeing a, a, a much more rapid uptake to consider this because there's already markets out there using mycelium. So there are already companies that are employing mushroom-based materials and packaging in leather. Um, you see this protein-free foods that are based out of mushrooms. And so mushrooms happen to be super hot right now. Um, and we're able to feed into that, that awareness. Yeah. And um, I'm just, you know, as you're talking, it's, you know, obviously I think microcycle right now is focused on um, kind of industrial use cases, right? Like mm-hmm. these high volume waste streams as you described them. And if we just kind of take what you said about um, mycology and what mycelium is able to do, um, is it a crazy idea that, you know, years from now that uh, the kind of the trash bins uh, in larger cities or, um, you know, outside buildings will have some like mycelium growing there. And so as people putting trash, the mycelium and the mushrooms are, you know, using, doing its magical things and, and processing, breaking down those trash. I don't think it's crazy at all. <laughs> I mean, we, we absolutely imagine, um, you know, things that we're, we're putting patent protections on that could make this more consumer facing. Um, we even discuss in mechanisms of delivery to really drive decentralized waste management that from the minute a material hits, you know, a dumpster that we're able to start that process. Um, I, I think that these are all really just engineering solutions. Um, sometimes that's sometimes that's the toughest part of being a startup, right? Or being early stage is that the imagination could take you in so many ways. But I I, I absolutely see the opportunity. Um, we're seeing things. Um, there's a, a company called uh, Puri Fungi. Uh, based out of France, and she has developed these smoke sticks, these smoke stacks. And uh, we know that mycelium can break down the fibers and cigarette butts. And so she's got a mechanism of delivery that's putting these outside of bars and at, you know, big concerts and other and festivals, so they can collect the butts and treat them in these smoke stacks. And so just as, as what you're saying is happening uh, with different types of waste streams around the world. Very cool. And um, like for, for, you know, it's an incredible company and uh, you, you yourself um, has amazing background and uh, you know, during you were named on Forbes, the next 1000 um, yeah. this year and the company has won many awards 
uh, throughout the years. And like, how, how did you get started on this? Like, did you get funding or was it larger through grant or, um, you know, where you guys are going from, from here? Uh, I'm, I self-funded, I, I bootstrapped us through the first 18 to 20 months. Um, I figured who better than to invest in than to invest in myself. And I was fortunate having had a, a really big career uh, prior to be able to do that. Um, and we decided though, to kind of, uh, for a couple of reasons, we'd been asked many times, have, would you ever do a Kickstarter or something? Or friends and families would say, hey, you know, if you ever, you know, take it, you know, raise some money, uh, we'd be interested. And we weighed out options. And so uh, it'll be almost, we're coming up on the year anniversary, but November, the end of November of last year, we ran a six month um, Reg CF, so an SEC regulated crowdfund campaign on Start Engine. And we did that for many reasons. One, it kind of checked the box of friends and family. We always feel like if we're taking something in, people should get something out. Um, two, we wanted to democratize investing to allow more people to, to approach this and to endorse this, um, which led us to the third and larger piece, which was getting the word out, getting education out around the issue. We hear a lot about plastic pollution and microplastics, and, uh, but we don't hear a lot about these other high volume streams. That not, I don't wanna say it's not as glamorous, it's just not in, in front of everybody. It's not as tangible, I guess. And so we, we brought 626 investors worldwide to the table as part of our campaign. We had Amazing. over 9,000 visitors to the campaign and significant outreach, you know, from just every corner of the, the globe. And so it really accomplished what we had hoped to, which would be to, you know, get us through the next rounds, get us a lab. So we had a lab, staff it, equip it get more nimble in terms of what we can test and when and how and get our story out there on not only the problem but the the solution set excellent um and uh joanne last question for you for any you know partners or prospective customers or people who even want to work at microcycle how do they find out more how do they reach out and how do they partner sure um and and we are will be uh, we'll be doing an institutional raise after the first of the year, but we are looking at collaborations and partners on the equipment side, as well as all, you know, we'll be bringing on more hires after the first of the year. And so the best source is our website, you know, mycocycle.com. So M-Y-C-O-C-Y-C-L-E.com. Um, info at MicroCycle or Joanne, you can send me a note, Joanne at MicroCycle. Um, and I try to respond to as much as I can, but, you know, I want to talk to more people that are also problem solving with mycology. Like we're not the only solution out there, right? And there are other people that might be working in labs or hobbyists or in other industries that have a problem. And we want to be a source that provides a platform to get those out to the real world to really solve the problems. So I would, I would love to hear from people that are interested in collaboration or have ideas that they, they want to get flushed out. Um, 
happy to talk to others that are as much in love with um, mushrooms as we are. So. Well, Joanne, thank you so much for sharing more about MycoCycle. It's so fascinating and uh, we learned a lot today. And so thank you so much for carving out time and uh, we look forward to seeing uh, more progress and, and the impact uh, from your company. Thanks so much, JJ. I appreciate the time today.